102nd episode of the Filthy Net Deckers podcast. My name is Nate, and I am here in a Snapple to bring you the latest MTG news and other things about magic. I am here with my co-host, Tony. <laughs> I see now why I write the intro every week. Correct, yeah, this is why you write the intro every week and not me. Yes, Tony. Uh, okay. Oh, are, are you done? Was that the intro? <laughs> you interrupted me. It's your turn now. You talk. <laughs> we don't have a script this week, folks, so if this sounds weird, that's why. Yep, yep, yep. So anyway, um, I hit Mythic this one, this uh, week, so you can call me Mythic-ranked Did, co-host. You are Mythic Tony? Wow, look for, at that. For the first time, uh, maybe this year. This, this year, yep, this year. I don't think you've made Mythic this year, Tony. <laughs> Yeah, so your mythic ranked co-host Tony. Yeah, nice, awesome. Uh, if you want to find Nate anywhere, you can find him at Darth Heretic. Yep, if you want to find true. me anywhere, I am MTG underscore Tony. Mm-hmm. If you want to find us both, you know the best place to do that, Nate. That is the Filthy Net Diggers podcast on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Filthy Net Diggers podcast. Yes, sir. Yep, yep, yep. We joined some of the best people in the world. We had a brand new one last week. We had somebody check out our Facebook this week and commented on a bunch of stuff. That was fun. Yep, yep, yep. They... It's always fun when that stuff happens. Yeah, I've, I talked to right somebody. Now, shout out to you. Of course, I'm sure. I'm sure he's listening. Wait, no, he told me he was deaf, so he's not going to be listening. Okay, all right. Yeah, maybe he's not listening. <laughs> he's like, you know, maybe if you post it on, you know, like YouTube with like, you know, captions, I'd read it. I'd, you know, watch it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's not probably not going to happen. Yeah. Sure, captions are difficult, unless it auto-captions. Yeah, auto-caption it. Does it auto-caption? You can. Yeah. That's what I do on my TikTok once in a while, is I'll just auto-caption. And then, of course, it's always messed up, because I you know slur my words, and I... And you're talking a Boston accent, and it doesn't know what khakis are. Yep, yep, yep. Correct, yep. But anyway... What's what's this week's episode going to look like, Tony? Okay, well, we're going to start, of course, with our FND 101. Our fan favorite segment that everybody loves. Um, then we're going to move on to casual upgrades this week. A uh, segment designed to help you enjoy the game of Magic a little bit more. Then we'll probably move on to Magic News. we got a lot of Magic a News this week. A lot of Magic News, yeah. We have a bunch of new cards that came out. We have a bunch of cards that are banned. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Yes, yes we do. Yes we do. And then, of course, we'll finish up with deck lists of the week. Yeah. So well, yeah, I made mythic. We got yeah. Well, that's true. They, they already know that because I already talked about the decks that I used. Oh, well, we talked about them last week. Yeah, but you didn't say you made mythic with it yet. Oh, that's true because I didn't make mythic before. Correct. I wanted an eight zero run to hit mythic. Wow. Yeah, wow. that was good. I, every time I'm like, okay, I'm gonna lose now, and then I'm gonna lose like three in a row. I know how this works, <laughs> and then I didn't. I just nice. won all the way. It was great. Nice. Awesome. F and D one oh one? Yep. Oh, should I sing it? F and D one oh one. So Nate, what'd you do this week? Me? Um I don't know. You know, I was literally laying in bed this morning thinking Tony's gonna ask me what I did this this week, and I'm not gonna have an answer. I mean do you have fa- my, you have family out, right? Isn't this the week your uncle? uncle will be coming on Saturday. Oh, okay, okay. Um 
I did bring my uh, niece and my nephew to the movies. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy for the third time now. And my wife brought my uh, niece to go see Little Mermaid. Nice. Which I'm happy I brought my nephew. He, we, he sat through the whole movie and was great. Loved it. Apparently my niece wanted to talk to everybody in the movie theater. Didn't really want to watch the movie. And yeah, she was annoying as heck. But mm. I didn't have to deal with that. So I was happy <laughs> And then, and then after that, my wife had to stay at the movie theater because that's where she works. It's her job. Yeah. So she's the general manager. She had a manager quit, so she got stuck work stuck at work. Thank God she did, because one of the movies was they have a there's a big um, Indian like American Indian not not like American Indian but Indians who live in the United States who live in that area, apparently. It's a big thing there. One of the guys made his own movie and was premiering the movie at the theater. Oh, it's okay. called NRI Wives. NRI meaning non-resident Indian. Interesting. And so the, that movie was being shown and the projector died. Oh, in the no. of the show with the director of the movie at the theater. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was there to, you know, make sure everything, you know, it, the, she couldn't do anything about it. She, you know, gave everyone something, you know, said, did the best they could. The director was like, just to let you know, the movie was being shown wrong anyway. It was, it was, the the projector was showing it stretched too much. So it was cutting off part of the movie a little bit. And nobody would have known, but he, he's the director of the movie. Of course. So he knew. <laughs> And so the very next day, they went and did another thing, and the projector completely died that day with, like, three of the people, three of the stars of the show there and things like that. Yeah, it was a terrible weekend. Oh, no, that's Before, terrible. Like, it Finally, the movie played the entire way through. My wife made sure it, it could be played on, like, four different projectors so that if it died, she could just move it to a different projector and do it there. But they finally get the movie up and running, but I felt so bad for her. She was like, yeah. yep, that movie died. And then I'm like, all right, I've got to, I've got to see what this movie is. Because I've never heard, I don't even know what NRI means. This movie's called NRI Wives and had no idea what it meant until I looked it up. It went non-resident Indian. Okay. It, it's a movie about these four wives who live in the United States who are Indian. And it's a telenovela is exactly what it looked like. It looked like a it, like a Bollywood telenovela is what it looked like. And I'm watching this going, oh my God, this looks so terrible. <laughs> this looks... People watch this? And then I think to myself, you know what? Telenovelas are huge, aren't they? Yeah, they, yeah, they are. are huge money. People actually love that stuff. Not my style, but clearly some people out there love it. it Nothing fun happened to me this week. That was my wife's fun story, so that's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> At least one of you guys is interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Certainly not me. <laughs> uh, what about you? How was your week, Tony? It was How good. Bowl? I only bowled once. That was just last oh, night. Good. I good. took... Because last uh, week you complained that you bowled every day, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, Wednesday, Max had, what did he have? There was something, uh, it was a ceremony. He got inducted into the National Historic, National Technical Honor Society. That's what it is. National Vocational Technical Honor Society? I mean, yes, but it's, they don't call it that. It's just the National Technical Honor Society. 
Yeah, that, I'm in that then. Yeah. Yeah. From high school. Yeah. Yep. 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 You have to have like whatever a three point seven GPA. You have to do yep. some stuff. Yep. 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 So uh, he had an award ceremony for that, and it was very nice. nice. Yep. Of course, when he was coming off the like stage. We made sure we set up just so we could get him, like, a good picture of him right there. Mm-hmm. He didn't look at us once. <laughs> but his friend's parents, he's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I talked to uh, his friend's mother, and she's like, oh, I got this great picture of Max. I'm like, oh, well, at least somebody did, because we didn't. send that to me? Because, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he refused to look at us. <laughs> That's funny. That's kids, though. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And um, let's see, uh, Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, we went to um, the Deerfield Fair, like the fairgrounds. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's not, a, not, the, not the actual fair. On right now. No. And there was like this giant like uh, flea market antique stuff that was going on with a bunch of yeah. food trucks. And it was fine. Me and uh, my wife and Renee and her boyfriend uh, had all gone. Oh, speaking of Renee, uh, I know you got to see it, but we got stickers now. We got stickers? Stickers. Oh, those are so cool. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a few at least. I think we got like 15 or 20. Yeah, it's pretty cool. She's like, I was just sitting around and I have a sticker maker now, so. Oh, made... she made them for us? Oh, she, That's oh, she, awesome. she actually made them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, thank her very much for me. Yep, 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 I will. And uh, so then we went out for lunch and had a good time. And she had to go back to uh, get, pick up some Amazon package before someone stole them off their front porch. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, ah, oh, okay, well, this was fun, but yeah, I wish we were doing something else. And she's like, well, what else do you want to do? I'm like, haven't seen Guardians 3 yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Chunky's afterward and then watched yeah. that. Yep. Did you enjoy that? I did. It was fun. There's a little too much like dancing and like like side stuff I don't know I'm not into that I just I just want to see a movie and not have them dancing around like idiots you know what I mean did you completely miss the whole point of that movie what do you mean like are, are you literally draxing me right now no I really I was like okay this is dumb like that whole like end scene when they're just dancing I was like this is can we just end the movie now This that was dumb yeah, I just want to watch the you know the story and stuff. Animated characters dancing does nothing for me. They weren't animated. They're all animated in some way. They all have body paint on them, but does not mean they're animated. No, there was pe- there were there were people that were just in a costume dancing. I'm all that done with that. Animated. I don't need that. That's stupid stuff. <laughs> Uh, you hate fun, don't you? I don't think so. I just I, I, I thought that was useless. Fun. I thought it was a useless part of the story. Thought it was fun and charming. Yeah, it was. It was a good movie, but uh, I laughed a lot. Da- was, dancing is for idiots. Dancing is for idiots. Yeah. And uh. Let's see, and then then it worked at the Toy Soldier on Monday. Yeah. Spent a lot of time outside. It was nice. Yeah, it's been a nice week. Wow, we had such gorgeous weather. I sold so much bread this weekend. Yeah. Hamburger and hot dog rolls, just... I bet, yep. An unreal amount. Yep. So, which is good. That's good for the bottom line. Mm-hmm. 
But let's move on to FND 101. No, we, we just did FND 101. That's what we just did. Let's move on to casual upgrades. How about that? Casual you know upgrades. What? I think this just proves how important me making show notes ahead <laughs> <laughs> is to this show. This is off the rails today. Okay. Now just go, now moving on to casual upgrades and I'll cut all of that out. So let's move on to some casual upgrades. How about that? All right. Sounds good. Okay. So casual upgrades. Um, I didn't really, I didn't play any magic uh, this weekend at the Toy Soldier. So okay. um, one thing I could talk about though is on the magic arena groups that I'm part of. Okay. Somebody had made a, com- uh, a post complaining about the shuffler again. He's like, why Wait. is it, why is it I have a 116 card deck, and then, you know, he's like, yeah, I know it's not 60, don't yell at me for that. Yeah, uh, go, the real question is, why do you have a 116 card deck, my friend? That's but, the real question here. Yeah, and then he's like, you know, I have a 116 card deck, and I never draw enough lands, it's terrible. He's like, I've got 32 lands in the deck, and I don't understand why. <laughs> Excuse me, you have how many lands in the deck? <laughs> 32. That's he, not a shuffler problem, my friend. Correct. My voice is high. Stop this. <laughs> so, I was... the crap. I was the first person to comment on it, because I, I saw it. I'm like, this is... No, that's mm-hmm. the problem right there. I'm like, most decks are 60 cards and run 40% land, which is 24. Mm-hmm. That's for a 60-card deck. So, with a 116-card deck, you should mm-hmm. basically double that 24... Mm-hmm. So you'd want 48 lands. Mm-hmm. And then that got a bunch of different things. Like, other people were commenting, making fun of them. And I wasn't trying to make fun of them. I was just, this Especially is the fact. they're a new player. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If they're playing a 116-card deck, they're definitely a casual. Correct. <laughs> and uh, so he said thanks to me. And then he must have shut off the... Uh, he must have taken down the post because I tried to look at it today to get the actual names and stuff, and it's completely gone. But well, enough people were calling him an idiot for doing that, you know. Right, exactly. That's why I don't really post up on stuff like that because a I don't want to I don't want to be the person saying to somebody else, "Hey, are you a moron?" When they're not a moron, they've just never done this before. It might be second nature to you or I. That actually brings me into my casual upgrade, because I kind of... What? You have a casual upgrade this week? I do. I do. I figured you would be uh, slacking this week on stuff, so I would have to come to the table with more. Oh, I see. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That makes sense. <laughs> so First I'm thing he's brought to the table in two years. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. I edit this thing every week. I know you do. You just trust me. You do, you do a lot. I just brought to the table. Um, <laughs> so my friend, my friend reached out to... The little group chat we have of, you know, people who play magic and whatnot. Wait, what? They post... It's only these people. You it's just weird that, you know, I, I'm not a part of that group because I play magic. Correct. Yeah, You're not a part it's of weird. This. It's weird. I, I don't understand. Two, I have two different group chats like this and you're part of neither one of them. Anyway, wow. this, is, this is the wow. people who I know up in Maine. Hold on. Can you just grab that, like, knife right out of my back? That would be no, great. No, I put it there. <laughs> Why would I pull it out? I put it there. Um... So I got a picture, and the picture was, I'm playing Brawl today, and this happened, WTF. And it shows the graveyard, and the graveyard has two copies of Time Warp. Time Warp? Time Warp, three mana, or five mana, take an extra turn. Okay, sure. I'm like, 
okay. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I thought you couldn't have multiple of the same card in a Brawl deck. They didn't. Right. I mean, they probably got it off of, uh, what, Key to the Archive? Key to the Archive is exactly what I said it came off of. It's Key to the Archive. And then he's like, that skirks the whole one of each rule in Brawl. You're only allowed to have one card of each. That's I'm like, no, not really. In no, my opinion, it's... You're only allowed one in your constructed deck. What happens correct. after you start playing is completely correct. whatever. Yeah, up to whatever the cards are. I, I think he's a paper player who's played for 10 years and just isn't used to the arena cards. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes and then, sense. And when I was like, this is what, this is how this works, and he goes, oh, I'm a paper player, and I don't, I think that's skirking the rules. And I'm like, Yeah, because right. it doesn't really happen in paper, does it? I'm like, what about Garth One-Eye? Garth One-Eye taps, and it doesn't conjure a duplicate, but you, you make a Black Lotus and cast it. I mean, it's a token... It's how they do this in paper. If Garth One Eye was redone for Arena, they would it would conjure a copy of it. Yeah, exactly it definitely how would. They would do it on Arena because it's just smoother that way. And he was like, then he started going, "Well, that's just ridiculous. Why does that make a banned card in Commander? If that card is banned in Commander, you shouldn't be able to even get a copy of that card in Commander." I'm like, yeah, no, Black Lotus is banned in Commander because on your first turn, if you play Black Lotus, you are very, very favored to win. As opposed to on turn six when you cast Black Lotus, it doesn't really do as much for you. Oh, yeah, it's a huge difference between the two. And he was like, well, it'll never actually be turn six between ramp and everything. Like, then you're spending all of this other stuff. To get a Black Lotus, you're jumping... I said, you're jumping through hoops. And he said, tapping a card and casting it is jumping through hoops. And I said, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, of course it is. It is. Yeah. And doing anything else beforehand is jumping through hoops. And I don't know. I might have just felt, felt a little spicy and was, you know, trying to pick a fight with a friend when I could have been much smoother, probably, about the way I said all of this. But he was just like, all oh, this shouldn't happen. And I'm like, no, you're wrong. Even if I don't like the arena-only cards, which you know how I feel about arena-only cards. You know I'm not a fan of those. Yeah. You know, saying it's like skirking the one rule. I'm like, not really. And even with the key to the archive, your chances of getting the exact one card you're looking for in key to the archive... Yeah, it's not... Are it's, slim. There's so and many goes, times I've done Key to the Archive and gotten, like, nothing that helps me at nothing all. Nothing that helps. You're playing against a deck where Electrolyze... Um, Lightning Bolt and... Lightning Bolt and Claim the Firstborn. Oh my like, god, that is the worst. Thank you, that's awesome. I'm taking Lightning Bolt and immediately discarding it. I've done that before, you know? As yeah. opposed to, oh, Approach to the Second Sun... Oh, thank you. That's what we're taking. Let's cast this a couple of times. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So, it's just, it's funny that someone who has played Magic, that I know has played Magic for ten years, and knows a lot about Magic, can still get tripped up by something that seems so simple to me, because I see the arena-only stuff a lot, mm -hmm. and he clearly, I think he only plays Brawl on Arena. That's all he ever does. He's a commander player, so he goes on to Arena to play commander. Yeah, that makes sense. But at that point, you would think you'd have seen Key to the Archive do its thing. Maybe he's <laughs> seen it come into play tapped, but didn't put two and two together that... Doesn't read the card? On. Probably not. 
Like, I don't, I don't know. Anytime my opponent plays a card, if I'm not sure what it is, I always read it. Like, I'm, if I'm, if I don't know 100% what that card does, even like yeah. the new Atali, I always look at that and I'm like, okay, oh. is it when it just enters or is it when it oh. enters and attacks? Do, does, how does it work? And then I always have to reread it. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that's how it works this time. The backside of uh, Plukronos there. Plukronos? How do you say it? Close. That was better. I mean, who knows? I could be saying it wrong, too. So, who knows? Um, the backside of him, I can never remember the two abilities it has. Yeah. I, I know Death Touch and I know Lifelink from the Worm Coil engine, but this new one, I can never remember. Is it Reach and Lifelink? Reach and Trample? I don't <laughs> even know. What, I honestly can't remember. I know one I one's Lifelink, but... Is one of them lifelink? Yes, hundred percent. Reach and lifelink, because the other one is definitely reach. It's funny. I have not seen that card played at all. Um, I I had it played in a mirror match in Mono Green Devotion in Historic. Hmm, interesting. And it blew me away. It absolutely annihilated me to the point where I'm like, well, maybe I had one. We'll see. Okay. Moving on to some magic news of the week, or minnow, magic. as we call it. The minnow. Swimming smelly, through smelly the news minnow. of the week. Ew, that's awful. It's <laughs> terrible. Let's start with the most important thing that happened this week. Okay. Ban announcement. Oh. I, okay, yeah, we'll start there. That's fine. Is that, that is not the most important thing that happened this week. <laughs> There's no way that the Lord of the Rings cards that, came, that are coming out... Or more important than the ban announcement. No, we were going to go over the um, the alchemy rebalances that are going on. Isn't there one? Yes, yeah, there is. Isn't there one? <laughs> and didn't they just remove the word haste? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> no, two cards. Two cards. Uh, also, traumatic prank. So... Uh, Kamano faces Kakazan, lost its haste yeah, yeah. ability, and uh, Traumatic Prank was increased in its mana cost. Went from three to four. Awful. Well, I'm so happy we get the most important news out of the way. <sighs> Thank God. Okay. Okay, now we can move on to the smaller stuff, like <laughs> bannings and different things that happened. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, okay. So we talked about this last week. Different yeah, cards that we yep. expected to get banned, and I think were we two for three, or did we get? Did we say Reckoner Bankbuster last week was going to get banned? I'm going to say yes. Okay, I can't remember if we said yes or no on this one. We were both yes on Invoke and Fable, though. Yeah, Reckoner. I, I think we were. If we were f- probably leaning towards yes, but I could see us also saying no on it too. Yeah, I remember. We, I, I was comparing it to Smuggler's Copter. Yeah, how it's just ubiquitous. How it's everywhere. And that would be the reason why it's banned if it was. But Fable the Marabreaker, Invoke Despair, and Record or Bankbuster, gone. We yep. got 12 rare wild cards. Yeah, it was pretty nice, wasn't it? I know you were worried that we weren't going to get... And I said I knew we weren't going to get 20, and we didn't get 20. Not yet. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you feel about these, Tony? What do you think? Uh, I think, like we talked about it last week, and... These bannings are are perfect. It is what we needed. Uh, when I saw that huge list, like none of them made a lot of sense. It was too much. Yeah. And like I said, they're not going to ban that many cards and then just hand that many wild cards out to players 
and they're not going to they're not going to ban what was the land that they said come on the plaza come of heroes on. yeah that yeah. was when i knew the whole thing was fake yeah but i i agree these are this was a good ban um do I think they missed anything? I don't know. That that would be the real question. Is there did they miss Shield? Shield did they miss Shield can go away. I understand them not doing it and the very, very end of this is we will have our first yearly banned and restricted announcement on August seventh. I thought this was the first yearly ban announcement. This I th- I don't think so. I think this is more just because it's a, you know, Whatever, three-year thing. This is their three-year ban announcement. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. And you said, what ta- uh, you said August 7th? August, yeah. Oh, so that's this is probably the three Mondays after the set released? Well, this actually says ahead of Wilds of Eldraine previews. Oh, so This is before okay. we even see anything from Wilds of Eldraine. So will there be a ban announcement after Lord of the Rings drops on Arena? Do you know? Um, it says their next announcement will be August 7th, so I don't think so. Okay. Okay, cool, I cool, think cool. There, there might be one if there's a card in the Lord of the Rings set that breaks something, but where is the Lord of the Rings set dropping? What do you mean? It's going to be on Arena. Is it a standard? No. So it's Alchemy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be Alchemy. All right, so if it's alchemy, they'll just they don't need to do a ban announcement. They can go tweak cards better it. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they don't sense. really need to do another one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because it'll be alchemy and historic stuff, so yeah. they can just adjust it as needed. Which I, I like that. I know you you're not a big fan of that, but I I like that. The, I like the concept of it. I don't like it in practice. Yeah. I like the concept of it. I just don't like it in practice. That's all. I get other games doing it, and I get how other games and why other games doing it do it. In my opinion, Magic really neat should be one for one paper to digital. As I sit here and play a historic a format that isn't, you know, <laughs> I get Mythic every month in a format that isn't. I understand this. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You know, but it's just I. I that's how I feel. I don't know. Yeah, I Maybe don't play enough. I don't play enough guys. paper anymore to really almost care about paper. I I just want the digital stuff. And is that a problem? I don't think so. Because you still buy paper cards, right? I do, but I don't. I don't have to anymore. I could stop buying paper cards and be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I do it just FOMO. for the TikTok. And I, I don't even think about that as much as you buy secret layers and stuff like that. I haven't. I've, I've only bought the one secret layer recently. And that's yeah. just the commander deck. Because I thought that'd be fun to have from cute to brute. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, if, if I see something that I like the art on it. Mm-hmm. But I don't generally buy like all the secret layers right now. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of the Lord of the Rings set... They did some stuff on that. They did a huge announcement. Did you watch that announcement video? I did not. I did. I enjoyed it. Um, my big question, if I could, if they, if Mark Rosewater does a podcast about the behind the scenes of the making of this set, I really want to know how they did 
the art direction for certain cards. Okay. Not in the now Aragorn is black or now Mary is Asian. Don't care about any of that. Do whatever you want. Inclusivity, um, inclusivity, make people look great. I don't care about that. They have that big. Did you see like it's 15, oh, yeah. 18 cards put? How do you do that? How do you tell your artist you're making eight you're making 18 cards it's this battle in this battle you need to make sure you have these particular people you know what I mean like is as it, opposed to is it one artist who did it one artist did yeah. the entire of the whole thing yes yeah so they probably as said to like wizard rockets you're like here's a box of wizard rockets from Lord from Lord of the Rings Gandalf you're like draw Gandalf this is a whole big scene and they broke it up into there's three parts of the battle the ground part this part this part this is doing the the video goes into detail a lot about the art on that and i was fascinated by yeah it. that that artist had to have just it must have taken forever to do and so much skill involved in mm-hmm. getting everything in just the right spot and something you didn't think you Something I wouldn't think of because I don't do art is they had to paint it from 15 different perspectives. Instead of being this is the whole battle because each card needs to have its own perspective. So each part of this whole big thing had to be taken from 15 different perspectives so that it isn't a part of a picture but the picture. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is fascinating yeah the whole thing they talked about with it blew me away and i'm like they did a very good job with this set just like the artwork with it everything i i think they the the flavor of this set is so flavorful they did such a good job with this set i am so excited to play some of this yeah i i have loved lord of the rings growing up i've read like every book i've read i watched all the movies i watched the old cartoon like I, I was a huge Lord of the Rings fan when I was younger, and mm-hmm. just looking at all these cards just makes me happy. Yeah, I saw the movies when the movies came out in the two thousands, and that was it. That's all I've ever really done. But I've enjoyed those movies, and I thought they were very good. I don't know Star Wars, but I thought they were very <laughs> good. And this and this, this is this stuff is great. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, I've always been more of a fantasy person than a uh, sci fi person. So. Yeah. Even though I am a big fan of time sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like when sci- when time gets messed up. Yeah. I, I, I used to hate it, and I've just dealt with it over the years. I used to hate time travel and stuff like that, but then I've just dealt with it over the years. Okay. it's Especially that's where everything is going. I don't want time travel. I want time messed up. Like Groundhog Day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, the newer Russian doll. Same kind of, you know, thing. Um, Palm Springs, have you seen that? Ooh, I haven't. No, is that another thing that's just like it? Oh, oh go watch Palm Springs. Do you I like, will watch, um, I'll probably watch it today if it has anything to do with stuff like that. Um, what's his name? Andy Samberg? Okay. Do you like Andy Samberg? Yeah. Him him stuck in a time loop. Nice. Him stuck, him stuck in a Groundhog, Groundhog Day situation. You will enjoy it. You will literally text me when the movie is all over with and go, that was amazing, because it is a fantastic movie. Okay, yeah. I'm always looking for different movies like that, because, I don't know, I, I just find those amazing. 
Yep, you will enjoy. Did you, have you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, of course. The mother from How I Met Your Mother is the love interest. Okay. So it's Andy Samberg and the mother from How I Met Your Mother. It's it's great. So anyway, back to Lord of the Rings. Set back to back Doctor. to Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing our whole podcast is devoted to. So the Lord of the Rings, the mechanics for this set. Oh yeah, let's do that. Um, we've got the ring. The ring is a mechanic that will be tempting you. Whenever the ring tempts you, so it, it looks a little bit like, in my opinion, a uh, dungeon. But it's a linear dungeon. You only go down one path. You can't. You don't make decisions like in a dungeon. You just go down the linear path. It says the first time the ring tempts you during a game, you get an emblem named the ring. There's a printed helper card you can keep in your command zone to remind you that you have the ring and what it does. Yeah. The ring starts with its first ability on top and may gain the abilities one at a time as it tempts you further. Okay, cool. No, I was just going to say I'm glad that they have the thing because there is a lot of abilities on this. I am if, going to need this all the time. If they didn't have this, they wouldn't have made this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because this is a double-faced helper card because you need both halves of this card to remember what this does. This is a very, very, very wordy mechanic. This is one of those times where reading the card doesn't tell you what to do on the card. Yeah, I was going to ask you some questions once we start going through these because you're the resident judge, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. and so I, I definitely have some questions as we go through right. this. Okay, I think, and I think I have a pretty good uh, grasp of this concept. Excellent, All good, right. good, good. So this says, each time the ring tempts you, two things happen. First, you choose a creature you control to become your ring bearer. And I'm probably just going to say ring bearer. If you have a ring bearer, <laughs> you may choose to have that, that creature remain your ring bearer, or you may choose another creature you control to carry that bird. Okay, okay. So let's, uh, let's just stop there for a second. Okay. Stop there. So yes, yes. any time it tempts you, you make one of your creatures the ring bearer. You choose a creature to become your ring bearer. Is there, you like, have a, a reminder thing to put on it? Or, like, do you take this, or is it no. a physical thing? No. Okay. There's that, not, like, you, what you could do is put a ring on it. If you have a ring, you know, put your ring on it, and that way that's your ring bearer. I don't know. But okay. they don't have something. I'm sure Arena will give you some something to let you know. Yeah, I just didn't um, know if it was going to be like an equipment where you put it on there. As far as I can tell, there doesn't seem to be anything you physically put on the card. So it'll be like an emblem for the creature? Correct, yes. If, if you know, you, you be, can't mess with it at all. It would be like when... Um, what do you call it? Elsbeth there gives your creature plus one, plus one counter and flying. It has flying, whether it has a flying counter on it, even though that technology exists too. You know what I mean? Or target creature gains trample until end of turn, you know? Yeah, until end of turn, though, is one thing. This, But you're choosing... I think the concept behind it is you're choosing one creature, so you're going to know which creature is your ring bearer, and there's only one ring bearer. Yeah, I just I, I worry in like Commander when there's four players, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden each it gets lost in the shuffle. Each one has their own ring bearer. The, so there can also be multiple ring bearers at the table. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because okay. this only affects you. 
So each player can have this effect then. I just didn't know if, like... It's not like the Monarch, where once it's in play, it gets passed around. Or is, does Initiative do that, too? Or have I just never played with Initiative? Initiative is um, like Monarch. Yeah. So it Where gets you get the Initiative. Around. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, this is... You can have a ring. Your opponent can have a ring. If you're in a 10-person commander game, all 10 players can have their own ring with ring bearers. Wow, that people, t- play, people play weird magic. I don't know, dude. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. Tony's face when I said a ten-player commander game. You was just <laughs> zero chance you'd ever see me do that. <laughs> this says ring bearer is a new designation. It's not a creature type or an ability. The creature you choose remains your ring bearer until you choose another one. It leaves the battlefield, or another player gains control of it. Mm, okay. Each player has their own ring bearer and their own ring, and you can never have more than one ring bearer. I suppose if I had just let you keep reading, I that would have explained it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second, the ring gains its next ability if it can. Once the ring has all four abilities, it has reached full power and won't gain any additional abilities as the ring attempts you further. Notably, the ring will gain its next ability even if you don't control a creature as the ring tempted you, meaning you didn't choose a ring bearer. Okay. So if you have a card that says the ring tempts you and you don't have a creature, it's still going to gain the powers, the next power on the card, whether you have a creature to give that ability to. What are the abilities? Um, Let me read the next part and then we'll go over the abilities. Okay. So spells and abilities may refer to your ring bearer. Most obviously, the ring itself has an ability that affects your ring bearer. It immediately becomes legendary and can't be blocked by creatures with greater power. In time, the ring's other abilities will provide valuable combat bonuses. Other cards, including Surrun the Necromancer, refer to your ring bearer. So there are some cards that will refer to your ring bearer in the game. So the ring starts with the first ability it gains is your ring bearer is legendary and can't be blocked by creatures with greater power. Okay, so that happens the first time, even if it's not on a creature. Correct. Okay. Um, now, your ring bearer being legendary, do you know what that does? Um, nothing, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Literally is words. It's flavor. It does nothing. You can still have, if you make, um, if you Land make of Land of War Elves. Oh, look at that. We had to keep with the same card. We, if you make <laughs> Land of War Elves your ring bearer. You can play a second Land of War Elves. Do you know why? Because the other one isn't legendary. Because the second one isn't legendary. Exactly. So literally the words your ring bearer is legendary doesn't really do anything. Except for give your creature... Status. 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 Yeah. He's all of a sudden better than every other Land of War Elf. He's like, I am the legendary Land of War Elf. Correct, yeah. Um, the next the next time the ring tempts you, it says, whenever your ring bearer attacks, draw a card and then discard a card. Pretty good. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. The third time you get tempted by the ring, whenever your ring bearer becomes blocked by a creature, that creature's controller sacrifices it at the end of combat. Mm, I assume most of the time it'll be dead anyway. Maybe. Because it, can only be, it can't be blocked by creatures with greater power. Correct. So unless it's like a wall? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. 
Some of these abilities are weird. I don't know. I don't really understand all of these. I just don't see this part happening very often. Yeah. Yeah, I know. The last part says, whenever your ring bearer deals combat damage to a player, each opponent loses three life. In a commander game, that'll do some damage. In a ten-player commander game, that's a lot of damage. That is 30 life right there. Well, no, 27. Each Mm. opponent, you don't lose three life. Fair enough. Well, I assume I had a 3-3 creature and so it dealt three damage and then each opponent lost three life well, which would be 30 I didn't, I didn't assume you had a three three creature so. yeah see, see that's where we you know we're off yeah <laughs> so um sauron here says when sauron the necromancer attacks exile target creature card from your graveyard create a tapped and attacking token that's a copy of that card except it's a three three black wraith with a menace at the beginning of your next un- end step Exile that token unless Sauron is your ring bearer. Mm. So if okay. Sauron is your ring bearer, you get to keep the creatures. I am you. never going to make Sauron my ring bearer. No? No, that sounds dangerous. You can't give Sauron the one ring. Okay, you realize this is a game and we can change No, no, no. Out. We're not fooling around with stuff like that, okay? <laughs> we keep that ring as far away from Sauron as we can. So, the... Uh, the ring is really the only new mechanic. Really. It says there's a new mechanic, but really, adding one word to an old mechanic is not making it a new mechanic. Yeah, I'm looking true. at you, uh, Megamorph. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Ultra Megamorph. It's going to be fantastic. So, the new ability is called Amass Orcs. And personally, I love it. Do you remember Amass from uh, War of the Spark? Yeah, made a uh, zombie token, and then um, plus one, plus one counter based on however many you amassed. Exactly. A zero, zero zombie army creature token. These aren't making zombie armies. These are making orc armies instead. Okay. But it's still an army. exactly like a mass. It's still an army, though, right? It's still an army. It's still, it's still a mass orcs reads, put a plus one, plus one counter on an army you control. It's also an orc, so it will turn your zombie army into a zombie orc army. Okay. If you don't control an army, create a zero, zero black orc army creature token first. Random stupid question. Yeah. If you amass after you've made an orc army token. Okay. Well, is it a zombie? Zombie orc army? No. No. Because but if, because a mass doesn't say... Because a mass reads, put a plus one, plus one counter on an army you control. If you don't control an army, create a zero, zero black zombie army creature token first. Okay. It doesn't have... It's also a zombie. Okay. But so, they can, in the future, make it so that when a mass happens... They can add, they can amass goblins. Yeah, is yeah, something yeah. they could be making now. You know what I mean? So I think, okay, maybe, maybe it's a little cheap to just add in another word to an it, old thing. And, pretty much just a flavor, like. But it works. It works so well with this, and yeah. you're gonna get a big old army of orcs. I love it. I think it's great. I also think there should be multiple armies, like you know, like five different ones, maybe. That would be good. Um, do you think they should battle? Oh, there should definitely be a battle about it. Yeah. 
Can, can I just point out real quick that I watched that movie. There was more than five armies in that battle. It's called the Battle of the Five Armies, and I'm like, there's like seven armies here, so I don't know why this is called the Battle of the Five Armies, but okay. Just saying. And those were terrible movies. Anyway, continuing on and returning my camera. Wow. The Hobbit. The Hobbit were terrible movies. Lord of the Rings were good. Uh, returning mechanics, food tokens, we're, we're in the Shire. We're in the Shire, we're oh, bringing the, us some food. Uh, I can't wait for second breakfast. Oh, and let me tell you, <laughs> some of this food looks delicious. Like this food token they're showing here, that's a spread right there. It is. That that's really, really spread. is. I, I'm hungry, let's go. <laughs> I haven't let's had breakfast go. yet, so let's do it. I had breakfast, and I'm hungry, let's go. I've been up for seven hours, and <laughs> I so am got- hungry. We got food tokens back, so we all know how food tokens work. Food tokens will be fun. There seems to be a lot of cards in this set that affect food tokens. It's not just sacrifice food tokens to gain life. It's a lot of, it, you're going to gain food tokens. Sacrifice a food, target creature you control, assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. Awesome. That's cool. Thanks, I Bill. like that. Yeah. Thanks, Bill the Pony. <laughs> uh, also returning is land cycling. Awesome. We got an Olifant here. Cycle it for a mountain. Okay. They're really interesting, you know? Sagas. Come on. We're in Lord of the Rings, and now we're getting sagas. I love it. That, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Does this saga have six chapters on it? This, this saga is a one green <laughs> man with six chapters. Yes. This is not a good saga. It is fun, but it is not a good saga. This ah. is called Long List of the Ents. One green mana, six chapter saga. Wow. Each chapter has the same ability triggers. Note a creature type that hasn't been noted for a long list of the ents. When you cast your next creature spell of that type this turn, that creature enters the battlefield with additional plus one plus one counter. So okay. really it's not very good. So you can't choose elf every time. You can't choose elf every time. You have to have a different creature type every time, and Just it won't one. work with a creature type that has happened already. So you can't choose mm. elf the first time and druid the second time and have it get two. Yeah, this isn't a very good card. No, this it seems like a, a very bad card. card. And it makes you go, wait, what? There are six chapters, but it's not a good card. <laughs> no, this this does not seem like a great card at all. No. Um. They're bringing back the batching of historic cards. Historics being artifact sagas and legendaries. And so it's showing us an artifact and a legendary here. And there's a saga above it. So look, all three right here are historic cards. That's why they chose those. Tony and I were literally in a discussion earlier trying to figure out why they chose Wizard Rockets and Gandalf the White for historic when neither one refer to the term historic. Yeah, I just figured for sure they would just say, okay, you know, they'll have like a historic spells cost one less for whatever. like, Like Gandalf has a theme. It's legendary spells and artifact spells, which are both, which are both historic spells. But sagas aren't, but Gandalf doesn't work with sagas, but we're going to throw him here <laughs> under the historic banner, even if we could just go, historic spells could be cast as though they had flash. If a historic spell entering or, le- or if a historic permanent entering or leaving the battlefield causes something to trigger, you know, yeah, Gandalf I... Harmonicon. <laughs> so, oh, there's uh, there's buddy, so many Harmonicons. 
My buddy John pulled the really ridiculously nice looking foil, um, what's her name, uh, Mother of Machines there. Mm, Elishnor. So he's building a deck with that. Of course. He's building a commander deck with her as the commander. I'm like, you've got mom. Now you got dad, too. Gandalf could be dad for that deck. And he goes, yes, Gandalf is daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then lastly, it says we will have stun counters in this set. So you could look forward to stunning some creatures. When will we have the full um, card image gallery? Oh. It's got to be next week, right? Well, we have it before. It's normally the week before pre-release that we get it. Right. So the week of the week of pre-release, we will do our go over and talk about the cards. We're excited. Okay, so that's not next week. It's the week after. Correct. Yes, not next week. The week after, good sir. Excellent, excellent. Because pre-release is in two weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for pre-release. Yeah, Um, me too. Go over a couple of cards real quick before we get into decks. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, is there any card that has specifically been uh, tickling the, your fancy? The only card really that has... There's a couple cards, actually, that have been tickling my fancy. Um, <laughs> the first one being... Where is it? Um, I know it was... I have to search. Bilbo. Birthday Celebrant. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. he is a white, black, and green, so he is three mana for a 2-3, legendary halfling rogue. If you would gain life, you gain that much life plus one. Okay, all right, we've Mm -hmm. seen cards like this. Maybe it's not worth three mana. Two white, black, green, so five mana, tap him, exile. Bilbo, birthday celebrant, search your library for any number of creature cards and put them onto the battlefield. Wait, what? What? Come on now. Activate only if you have 111 or more life. 11 it's got to be your 111st <laughs> birthday. Yep. Yep, that's great. <laughs> oh, that's so good. It's it so is, flavorful. It's perfect it, in every way. And, and I love it. I think it's brilliant. And if, if you can get 111 life, you get every creature out of your deck? Yes. Yes, you do. Talk about talk about some uh, hoops to jump through. Yeah, but <laughs> but you want to build it, don't you? I kind of do. I mean, I like I've been over one hundred eleven life. That's not oh, that oh. difficult. No, not that difficult at all. So want to build this? It looks like <laughs> so much fun. Uh-huh. I want to talk about the legendary lands. Yep, those so are nice. these are all the monocolored lands. Yep. And they enter the battlefield tapped unless you control a legendary creature. Which is an interesting line of text. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I also don't love it. I, I agree. At that part of it, I don't love necessarily, but they all have tremendous abilities. Correct. Yes, yes. The, the abilities on them are disgusting. So, and I also wish they kind of was like a legendary land mountain, you know, instead. Mm-hmm. You want, guess, you want them fetchable. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, but, like, we'll look at Rivendell. Um, enters the battlefield, tap unless you control a legendary creature, tap it to add a blue. Pay two, scry two. Anytime you want. Activate only if you control a legendary creature. But, think that that's a normal thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially when you think Commander, 
Commander's built around legendary creatures. The yeah, whole exactly. Point, you know what I mean? Minas Tirith here enters the battlefield tapped unless you control a legendary creature. Taps for a white. One and a white. Tap. Draw a card. Activate if you, only if you've attacked with two or more creatures this turn. That is going to go in every single white deck of right? all time. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Mines, Mines of Moria. Mines of Moria, for three into red, tap it, exile three cards from your graveyard, create two treasure tokens. Seems great. It seems very good. They, they are very good. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of these. I saw a couple people online complaining about it, saying that they weren't very good, that they're useless, and I just, I don't understand why people would say that. I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. Barad Dur. Enters the battlefield tapped unless you control a legendary creature. Adds a black XX black. A mass orcs X. Activate only if a creature died this turn. That is so good. It is so, so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, another card I am a huge fan of is... Where did it go again? Nope, wrong Sauron. Where's the big Sauron? The Sauron Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings, yeah. Five Grixis mana. Nine, nine. Legendary creature avatar horror. When you cast a spell, amass orcs five. Mil so you're going to get a nine, nine trample and a five, five. Yes, at least, yep. Awesome. Uh, mill five cards. Then return a creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. And you're getting another creature. And it has trample. And whenever a commander or an opponent control dies, the ring tempts you. It's gross. Yeah. That's so much. And and it's so much, and you're getting at least, you're getting at very least a 5-5 five, five creature, even if your opponent counters your commander. Yeah, because it's when it says you cast. when you cast the spell. So they need to counter your commander and that trigger if they want none of this to happen. Mm -hmm. And for eight mana, you better ha want this stuff to happen. I can't imagine having this be my commander, and then you have the counter, and then you've got to pay ten the next time. Ugh. Do you know what? Do you know what I want to do with this so very badly? What is cast that? it for five mana with Joda. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Because you still cast it, right? Arena? Is this card going to be an arena? Because this is one no. of the commander ones. This is one of the commander cards, so they probably will not. No, I want this in arena so bad. I'm like, going to cast this for five mana with Joda so bad, Tony. Well, you're going to have to make your Joda deck in real life. I can't. It's a brawl deck. Oh, what, what do you mean? You still can, can't you? Nope. No? I am not running this deck without um, Paradox Engine. Okay. Oh, okay. Paradox Engine is banned in Commander and not in Brawl for whatever reason. I don't know why they should <laughs> ban it in Brawl. Ban, I play that card because it is so good. Ban it in Brawl. Yeah. Did you see the um, all the different cards that are going to be the box stoppers? Is that what those are? Are those box toppers? Those are box toppers. Gotcha. So like Balin's Tomb being Ancient Tomb. Mm -hmm. So good. Shadow Spear being the Morgul Knife. Yep. But the only way to get those are box toppers? I believe so. 
That makes me sad. Just buy a few boxes. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Cavern of Souls. Nice. That's going to be a good one right there. You're going to get you're going to get Paths of the Dead or you're going to get uh Morgul Knife. You know what I mean? Shadow, that Morgul Knife is not going to be worth anything. What's Shadow Spear worth? Uh a couple yeah, I don't know. Shadow Spear's worth a few bucks as opposed to Cavern of Souls which is like an $80 card, you know. Of what course. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there's a big difference between those two. Mhm. But even like the Ozolith is an expensive card. Yeah. And Baseju is an expensive card. Mm-hmm. Um, Bajukabog, no. Monomo is cheaper now than it used to be. Did you see this on uh, Merkwood Bats? Merkwood Bats? I did not, I don't think. Three and a black for a 2-3 creature bat flying. Whenever you create or sacrifice a token... Each opponent loses one life. Wow. Wow. Whenever you create a token, each opponent loses one life? Each opponent loses one life? Where is that? I don't see it on the... Is it Um, lower? Yeah, it's down in like the middle section there. I wish... This would just, just go search. You could do Mark search for bets. I don't bets. know how to. I don't use this website that often. Scroll up to the top. Uh, I, I'm good. I found it eventually. Oh, this is part of the uh, the full art, huh? Part of the full that big art piece. Yes. Yeah. Three and a black for a in the corner. Don't forget, in the middle of your thing, you're going to have a Merkwood Bats in there. So make sure you do this small. He- you know what I mean? What, how did they come up with this? I want to know the whole. You know, because yeah. it looks amazing. For sure. I mean, Merkwood Bats just seems like that is a very, very strong card. Correct. And you put that with, like, the Academy Manufacturer that, you uh-huh. know, makes three tokens every time a token is made. And then, mm-hmm. oh, so good. So good. It's very good. But we're not going to go over every single card right now, right? No. Definitely not. We're just going over. I want to talk real good, real quick. Nazgul. Did you see the Nazgul? Um, I might have. Got to scroll down a little bit more. Um, Nazgul is a two colorless and a black for a creature Wraith Knight. One, two with death touch. When Nazgul enters the battlefield, the ring tempts you. Mm-hmm. Whenever the ring tempts you. Put a plus one, plus one counter on each Wraith you control. Ooh, so that's fun. it's going to come into play and automatically be a 2-3. And then a deck can have up to nine cards named Nazgul. Because there's <laughs> nine Nazgul. Yeah, that's awesome. And did you find the card on here yet, Tony? Yes, all of them. Did you see all nine different artworks on it? Yes, I, that is... <laughs> so, um, what's his name? Uh, Mark Rosewater got a lot of flack for seven dwarves. Not having seven different seven different pieces of art, really. And okay. he was like, "I honestly didn't think about it when we did Seven Dwarves." He's like, "And then it costs extra money for having extra art pieces." Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. "But honestly, if we had thought about it, we would have had seven different arts for the Seven Dwarves." Mm-hmm. And he definitely should have. They like wizards definitely should have. No. And no, I, I think I he's making up for it here with with the nine different Nazgul. Yeah, that's cool. I agree. I, and that's why I wanted to bring it up, because it's just so cool looking. Mm-hmm. It's such a, I like when they can... I love the flavor. I like when you just take a small little concept and just sprinkle it on and make and make your magic card just so much more flavorful like that. 
right, let's let's move on because we are running out of time here. Yeah, we want to talk deck lists real quick. Like, I will open up my spreadsheet. <laughs> I have um, a spreadsheet this week. Really? I have a spreadsheet this week, Tony. Very nice. So, what do you have? You go first, sir. You okay. Make, you make Mythic. I did make Mythic with the Esper Legends and the. Um, let me give you the numbers for this Esper Legends. I was 35 and 13 for a 73% win rate with it. I was wow. just crushing standard with wow. this. And none of these cards got banned. So <laughs> I will 100% be continuing to play that. Uh, my Gruel Goblin list in Historic, still a 66% win rate, 23 and 12. Wow. And then once I hit Mythic, I decided to start playing more fun things. Mm -hmm. And I have a um, deck that one of our... Uh, Listeners, one of our patrons sent to us. Yep, yep. Um, Connor made us um, a Convoke Boros Convoke deck. Yep. It's running, you know, in Pioneer right now as one of, like, the best decks out there. I have seen it, yep. And so I figured I'd give it a try. Here's the deck list. Four Ornithopter. Two Giant Killer. Two Legions Landing. Four Thraben Inspector. Four Gleeful Demolition. I have been very much enjoying this card in the deck. Yeah. Yep, it's a fun card. Destroy target artifact. If you control that artifact, create three 1-1 one, one, uh, goblins. Did, did Thraben Inspector come in and give you an artifact? Awesome. It, imagine that. It did. Uh, my favorite turn that I had with this was a turn one Ornithopter. Yep. That I think Lethal Demolitioned. Okay. That I then uh, tapped all three of them to convoke in a Halo Hopper. Yep. And had six power on turn one. <laughs> I was thrilled with that, yep. let me tell you. I yep. felt so good. I played uh, well, a deck very similar to this a few weeks back. I played, I mean, he gave us one uh, before, yeah. and yeah. it just, it wasn't as good as this one. This one's not bad. Uh, four Voldar and Epicure, four Forbidden Friendship, four Regal Leosaur. Yep. So I d didn't even remember what this card did. Whenever it mutates creatures <laughs> you control get plus one, plus zero? Other creatures you control get plus two, plus one. Plus two, plus one, even better. It's crazy. like, <laughs> And it's other creatures. So that one that you put it on doesn't get it, okay. which is something I had to learn. Because I, <laughs> I messed <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Um, then for Halo Hopper, for Knight Errant of Eos, I don't know about this card. Yeah. This card has just been okay. Um, it felt like I was... Make uh, convoking too much and then didn't really, yeah, get enough for it. And then four venerated locks it on, two castle lembra, three mountains, three needle verge pathway, four battle forge, battlefield forge, four inspiring vantage, and four sacred foundries. Okay, I had a fifty six percent win rate with it. I uh, went five and four. I played nine games. I started out like a house of fire. I went four and one with it to start. With an 80% win rate, and then next time I played it, went 1-3. and three. I won, so I actually won the first game to go 5-1, and one, and then lost three in a row. And I was like, okay, I'm done playing this for right now. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. But yeah, this was a fun deck. I could definitely see if Reckless Bushwhacker does make its way into Arena. Yeah. Oh my god, this deck is going to be ridiculous. Is Restless, Restless Bushwhacker the card they're running in Pioneer? 
No, uh, Reckless uh, Bushwhacker. Yeah, is that what they're running in Pioneer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you, so you, I thought you said the other one, the one from Zendikar. No, but the one that, the one that it, it's Oath in the Pioneer, Watch. but not, but not Explorer, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Once that one comes, I, I think this deck could be a, you know, a real force. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What did you play? Well, this week was. This weekend was the historic metagame challenge. Oh, right. Yep. And if I make Mythic and Historic and the historic metagame challenge is going on, I kind of do that because it's kind of That makes sense. You do a lot of of, um, Historic and you're good. And I'm good at it. So I played one, two, three, four, six times. I played through it six times. The first time I went three and one. One th- winning myself three packs, getting my gold back that I won. Perfect. So I paid nothing. I got three packs. Two of the packs gave me gems, because th- rand- that's the only thing I hate is it's random packs. Let me choose my packs. Let me go. Let me pick the pack so it's not just gems you give me. My Dominaria pack I got, the original Dominaria, gave me four cards I didn't already have. The rare wow. I didn't have was uh, Togar Famine Incarnate. And then... The two uncommons I didn't have, and then a, a common I didn't have already. So oh, wow. they gave me four whole cards I didn't have. I'm like, great. So we load this bad boy up, 3-1. We load it up again. I go, 1-1. One, one. Yeah. 1-1 yeah. One, one gives me 1,000, so I've like lost 1,000, and I didn't even gain any packs. And I'm like, all right, let's go again. Lost it to a mirror match. <clears throat> Mono green mirror match. They went first and just went gross, and they lost it. Then I'm like, all right, I'm walking away from this. I've done this three times. Mm-hmm. Walking away from this, went and played some Zelda, went and had some fun, came back, went, let's do this again, and we went, we go, 3-1. Like, okay, 3-1's not bad. Mm-hmm. Got another 40 gems, my Dominaria pack gave me a Territorial Allosaurus, and three other cards I didn't have. See, if you just let me th- pick four, three Dominaria packs every time, I might be a little bit happier <laughs> with my prizes, you know what I mean? Yeah, Over yeah, yeah. 40 gems. So then I loaded up again and went 1-1. And then loaded up again and went 0-1 in the mirror. Got absolutely crushed. And I'm like, yeah, I'm walking away from this. You did the same thing twice in a row? Correct, yes. Did the same thing (laughs) twice in a row. For my total record being 8-6. Lost 5,000 coin. I paid 5,000 coin to get six packs of cards that I didn't even really want. Yeah. You know, I was just hoping for that big windfall. It never hit. I, yeah, I was crushed. I was so sad about this. And it wasn't, none of it was like I made a mistake. Most of it was just my opponent's deck did their thing either better than my deck or my deck was just like, here, have all the land in the world. Or here, have absolutely no land because that shuffler, it's rigged. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Do you have enough land in your deck? <laughs> um, wait, this is a 60 card deck. I'm running four. Should be plenty. <laughs> Those four are all. But a big problem with this deck, honestly, I, I've had hands with this deck Nykthos, Nykthos, Lana War Elves, Lana War Elves, Lana War Elves, and. Um, Cavalier two of Thorns. Of the, <laughs> no, it's Leyline of Abundance, which would be like, oh, this would be great if I had a damn forest. Yeah. All I'm drawing is. Or I'll just. 
because it's best of three. You don't get the the nice shuffler that they give you in best of one. You know, that opening hand that almost always has a land in it. I'll draw land, hands with zero land and go, well, that stinks. And then the next one doesn't have a forest. And I'm like, well, that really stinks. And I'm mm-hmm. like, great, we're starting off with five cards here. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I think considering this was kind of off the rails to start with, we definitely came into our own. I, I think yeah, this was yeah. a good episode. We did fine. Uh, so you can find the Filthy Net Deckers podcast on all social media. Follow us everywhere. Literally, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, what was that other one you said a couple weeks ago? Mastodon. <laughs> Mastodon. <laughs> sure. forgot about that. <laughs> we are not on Mastodon. No, no. Uh, you can find me at MTG underscore Tony or Nate at Darth Heretic on Twitter. Um, if you want to find me on TikTok, I am Tony the Magic Man. Please give me a follow. Tony also has his very own Bonely fans. Where you bowl, bowl? No? Alright, I'll cut that. I'll cut wow. that. No, one will hear no don't, please don't cut that. <laughs> no one will hear that. I loved it. I hated it, but I loved it. <laughs> uh, if you want to join the greatest people on this earth, patreon.com slash filthy net deckers. Join us. I mean, we, we talk to these people like almost every day in our mm-hmm. Discord. And it's fantastic. we got a great Discord group of people. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you all, whether you are a patron, whether you are just listening to us for the first time, whether you listen to us every single week, no matter what. Thank you. Yeah, uh, feel free to you share... You hear the sound of our voice right now. Thank you very much. Yes. Feel free to share your deck list with us. It makes our jobs that much easier. And Nate, that's it. We're done. Bye. See ya. Oh, I wasn't recording. Shoot.